You know, if you take everything I've accomplished in my entire life and condense it down into one day, it looks decent. Alright, good evening ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 17 of The Decent Show. Um, I believe it's been a week since we recorded. We were going to record last Saturday. Stuff happened, but we are here. Reagan Horton on the mic. Ryan Money on the mic. Reagan, how you doing? I'm decent. Ah, <laughs> so, um, you did post episode 16, so does that count as last week's episode? Yeah, technically. Alright, so... I meant to give you mad props. I guess I didn't text you. I totally forgot. But yeah, Tale of Two Sonys, hilarious uh, name for an episode. And it really was, you know, just two different tales. I mean, like one was good, one was bad, you know. And I thought it was decent. Just a, I thought it was decent. Yeah, it was good. It was good. <laughs> so why don't right, you so, uh, break down what we're Yeah, so basically uh, we've hit the point where usually from about April to December, there's a lot of movies coming out. So there's like a movie or something for us to talk about. But now we're like in early February where there's not anything good or even remotely interesting coming out, you know. Yeah. And uh, so we're, we're kind of just, you know, we're going to wing it, going to wing it and just do whatever. Um, so we're going to talk about a little bit of sports, um, mainly some Fast and Furious stuff, some DC stuff, uh, stuff like that. So we'll get right out of the bat. We'll, you just watched like literally a minute ago um, the Hobbs and Shaw Spin off Fast and Furious, yeah. what do you think? Wow. Um, also, speaking of, uh, just real quick, speaking of movies not coming <laughs> out, um, really nothing has come out, but I, I keep getting YouTube trailers for um, that new Liam Neeson movie. I don't know if you've seen trailers for that. Cold Pursuit. Yeah, I kind of want to see it, uh, but I, I hate it. Um, if you see it, let me know. I'll see it. Okay, I'll let you know. But uh, anyway, yeah, Hobbs and Shaw. Um, I have so many different opinions, uh, conflicting opinions as well, because I actually do like, you know, obviously I love The Rock, but I, I do like <laughs> Jason Statham as well. Um, you know, he's, he's a In guy. The you know, he's, great movie. Yeah, great movie. Um, so anyway, yeah, I'm like, I think that's cool. Um, I just, I, I think I'd rather see those two in a movie that just doesn't have Fast and the Furious on it. Like, they need to just drop that name completely I, I don't know like i'm just kind of tired of the franchise it, mm-hmm. uh, it's, i'm exhausted you know it's eight movies i don't like like half of them so i mean true or i'm you know what i mean like i i, I they're all very watchable but i mean half of them i'm like yeah it's a pretty good movie the other half i'm like oh, okay yeah um, i really i dig the first one the very first one and then i dig five six and seven i wasn't a huge fan of eight and four was kind of boring and, and three and two are pretty bad See, four is not. I don't know. Four is pretty good. I mean, really, four is to me is actually a great movie. It just doesn't have the rock, and that's what makes five, six, and seven so much <laughs> better. But so they just go uh, all in on over the topness. Yeah, pretty much, and that's also where it gets kind of exhausting. Exhausting, and then so I I think both actors. So I'm a little tired of this franchise. So that's like one part of it. Mm-hmm. The good side of that is like I love The Rock and Jason Statham. It looks like a total like kick-ass movie. Like they're just it's looked like a lot of action, um, and that's and you know it's I want to be entertained. So I mean I know it's not super realistic. I know it's a lot of over the top, but at the same time I can appreciate the ridiculousness, especially by actors that I like. You know it'll entertain me for two hours. Like I certainly won't be bored. Um, hopefully. Yeah. The other thing, on the negative side, I will say, too, that trailer looked way too long. I mean, it looked like a lot of different action scenes. Mm-hmm. So that kind of implies to me that they showed me every 
clip of action throughout the movie. Like, I feel like it was just way too long of a trailer. Like, I got the, I understood the message that they were trying to convey like mm-hmm. a minute in, and it went another two minutes. And to me, that's just giving away, I don't know, to me, it's giving away too much. I don't like seeing too much trailer because then it just takes away the fun when I'm seeing it, the movie. Like, I don't know, I don't like too long of a trailer. Yeah, I got you. I mean, it did give away a lot, honestly. Like, it was kind of... I don't know. It, it did feel like it was the whole movie. But, I mean, the movie is... That's another thing. is like The movie is probably like four months away, so we may only get one other trailer. But even then, I don't know if I even want that, just because... Did you even know this was happening? Like, I, yeah, I had I mean, no idea that this... I thought it was just going to be Fast 9, and I didn't even think it was coming up. I didn't realize that well, this was happening. Yeah, uh... I know after the Fast uh, 8, I guess, no, Fate of the 8, that's what it's called, um, came out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why they switched the title as if it matters, but I know when that mm-hmm. movie came out, there was a lot of beef between uh, Vin Diesel and The Rock, who apparently never really dug each other. They've always had like beef with each other and always think that they're like the man. And feels like you know The Rock's jacking his franchise, which he kind of is, which sucks. <laughs> and... Um, so he was. But the like, Rock is just more likable. He's a bigger star. Like, I mean, yeah, um, he is. I mean, yeah, because Vin Diesel's only had this franchise and then, you know, Triple X like a billion years ago. But I mean, that movie was. And then the Riddick movies. Good. Yeah, he's been. And now he's, he's degraded to playing Groot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. His like most known performance is literally saying like one word or like three words, and <laughs> he never even shows his face in the Marvel movie. But um, yeah, dude. So basically. Uh, they've had beef, and then Tyrese Gibson, who's the, he plays like Roman, really loud, like. Yep. Oh yeah. Rambunctious, yeah. Um, he's he's also had beef with The Rock, like saying, you know, if he's back, then like the like his character won't be in Fast um, Fast Nine or whatever. <coughs> uh, basically, like threatening the studio to get rid of The Rock, or like he's gone. And like the dumb thing about that is, is they like own the character, and the character isn't even really that great honestly so they could easily recast him and most people probably wouldn't even care so I mean like there's that yeah like I feel like that was a dumb move by Vin Diesel I don't know what Tyrese is expecting to get out of that that man does like no movies anymore I've never even really seen him in anything or heard of him do anything that's of relevance besides Fast and Furious you're gonna be like well it's gonna be me or The Rock like like, do you you follow The Rock's career yeah like (laughs) Even those movies that are ass, like most of his movies have not been that great lately, and they're still blockbuster hits, like making a dick ton of money. Like, you really mm-hmm. think you're gonna outdo him? Like, the studio's gonna be like, yeah, you're right, Tyrese. Like, we can't <laughs> do it without you. Get back on the movie. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not a wise move. But they, they've, like, come out and said, like, The Rock and uh, Jason Statham said, like, their characters aren't gonna be in Fast 9, which is, like, interesting to me, which is, I don't know, it's weird because whoa, it's like. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? They're making Fast 9 still. Like, that's going to yeah. happen? Still happening, yeah. So, basically, the Fast and Furious franchise has actors in it that can't get along, so they're going to make a movie with the two actors. <laughs> yeah. And then they're going to make another movie with the other actors and keep everybody separate. They're mm-hmm. making separate movies. This is genius. It's wild. It's weird. It's weird, man. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll see how it I works mean, out. Yeah, I don't even really care about either one. This might just save me from seeing Fast 9. I'll just see Hobbs and Shaw and (laughs) skip Fast 9. I mean, I don't... 
Yeah, I wasn't really that impressed. Two dumpster fires with one of them being having actors I don't care about. Like, <laughs> I'm sure the I don't know. I wasn't sure I was saying it'll be decent. What, let's get back to the trailer. What did you think about uh, guy? You didn't know how to pronounce his name or what his name was. Idris Elba. What did you think about him having superpowers? Um, so he did have superpowers. It looks like it. Yeah. I'm sure it's some kind of fancy technology because I mean they had God's eye or whatever in the eighth movie so I'm sure he's got like pack a punch or something stupid <laughs> like that um, but yeah no he was definitely like chocolate thunder like I saw him like punch the rock across the room that was cool um, mm-hmm. and he's a he's a good actor so yeah. should be decent I'm, I'm excited that he's the villain I thought it was going to be more of like Jason Statham's like brother or whoever whatever, the last yeah. villain was yeah something stupid but I mean, yeah, it it does look. I don't know. I I, I kind of think it's lame to give him superpowers because that's not really what like the car. The the franchise started on just like racing cars and now we're like battling people. <laughs> like it's just so ridiculous. But I mean, I like yeah. the ridiculousness to an extent, and I feel like if I was a fifty year old Idris Elba, I'm gonna need superpowers to take on the Rock and Jason Statham. You know? Yeah. And plus, they might be striving for, like, a Marvel crossover or something. They're not trying to cross those over much. <laughs> They're all by different companies. <laughs> yeah, Fast and Furious against the Avengers. I'd watch it. Biggest blockbuster of the year. <laughs> be crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Do we even talk about this on our, uh, on our you know, ranking uh, the 2018 movies and then briefly talking about 2019? can't remember if we talked about it or not. But, I don't know, it's definitely on my radar now. Movie? Yeah, I'm definitely going to see it now. I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, I didn't even know it existed. So uh, I doubt we talked about it, and I definitely want to see it, but it does look pretty. I don't know. Like, I, I have low expectations for it, but I definitely want to see it. <laughs> mm, nice. nice. All right, so we're going to move on to our next topic. Um, basically, DC came out, uh, DC Comics Sting uh, came out, and they were like, yo, here's our here's like some movies to get hyped about. Um, they're coming out with... Uh, the Suicide Squad, which is sort of oh, a sequel, duh. sort of a, yeah, sort of a sequel, sort of a reboot to the 2016 film, the cult classic, amazing film, you love it. Yep. Um, yep that's coming out August 6, 2021. Um, they're coming out with the DC Super Pets, which is an animated movie about <laughs> animated superhero pets, which whatever, May 21st, 2021, and then they said sometime in the summer. They're going to try to get the uh, the Batman to come out, and it's not going to have Ben Affleck. And then on the Suicide Squad one, they're, they've officially announced that James Gunn, the guy who left uh, Marvel, is going to direct it. And that it's probably not going to include Harley Quinn or the Joker. It's going to be all new list of characters. In, in what movie is that? The Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad is not going to have Joker or Harley Quinn, and it's going to be done by the former Guardians of the Galaxy director. It's not confirmed, but it's rumored to have... It's going to have all new characters, and it might not even have Joker or Harley Quinn. That sounds ridiculous. Unless they actually make it a good movie. I mean, I guess I could live without those characters if they actually make a good movie this time around, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'd like to at least see one of them. Yeah, it's it's weird, man, because that's also they also said that that's gonna be Ben Affleck's like last time as Batman is in that Suicide Squad movie, but then you know, er, like earlier that year they're gonna have a new Batman movie without Ben Affleck, so it's gonna be weird. Like in the same year, you're gonna have one Batman and then another Batman. 
Yeah. So yeah, same year, two different Batmans. Who's the other Batman that's gonna? They haven't be? announced him yet. Of course. Of course. But what they're are gonna your make thoughts? The movie. What are your they're thoughts? Gonna, uh, Hang on, they're going to drop the movie this year and they don't even know who the Batman is? 2021, dude. All these movies are coming out in 2021. Oh, okay. I guess I missed that part. Sorry. Because I guess the only things they have left is October is going to be the Joker movie. Um. Oh, yeah, Shazam's coming out in April. forgot about that movie. Um, mm-hmm. Then 2020, summer of 2020 is Wonder Woman 2. Okay. Well, I guess that's good enough. I mean... I'm okay with them taking their time if they figure out how to make a good movie. So that'd be cool. But um, I'm okay. I mean, honestly, I'm kind of indifferent about the Ben Affleck thing. I think it's just weird. Like, it just kind of makes them look bad. Mm-hmm. Like switching all these, switching all these actors, doing soft reboots, um, you know, sequel reboots, whatever you want to call it, whatever it is that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it just kind of makes them look bad, in my opinion. Now, granted, if they come through make some better movies then it'll be forgiven but while we're waiting to me it just kind of makes them uh, look silly and kind of acknowledging the fact that they didn't do so good the first time around because it seems it still seems like i can join it like just a weird plan for them honestly like it just doesn't seem well thought out to be honest with you exactly i mean i get what um, like the animated pets when i get there they probably were just like well everybody likes spider-man so we're gonna make our own animated movie yeah <laughs> Yeah, and so it'll I mean, probably be their best movie too. It'll some. It sounds the stupidest, but it'll probably be their best movie because they're just trying to make it for the kids, and somehow they tell a better story that way than they do the adult way. I don't know. Um, who are the no. pets? Like, is it like Super Dog or like yeah. what is it? Super Dog, like Bat Cow. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. It's Bat. Bat Cow. cow? Yeah. Wow. Ever <laughs> been to use a bat? <laughs> like what? Uh. I mean, yeah. nobody has a pet bat, but how often do you have a pet cow? I mean, uh, um, dude, every day in in Texas. Yeah, I tell you what, I ride my horse <laughs> to school. Um, but yeah, that that sounds interesting. DC sounds like they really got it together. Um, I'm I'm dying to see Wonder Woman too. I definitely want to see Pedro Pascal do some Pedro Pascal <laughs> and see if he can have another role instead of being typecast as always being the villain. I I hope he's I hope he's the. Uh, we're gonna make a term for it, like the villain, the friend villain. Something. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, that's that's just we're gonna come up with some better ones. That's just kind of a rough start. <laughs> um, but I'm hoping he does that just so I can shit on it. And then, uh, what's the other one? Uh, I I'm dying to see this Joker movie. I watched The Dark Knight last night um, and nice. this morning. I couldn't finish it last night, but um, it's a long movie. The <sighs> I'm hoping it's good because I, I forgot how much the Dark Knight kind of influences that mob story. So not that I want it to be like a direct copy, but I could totally see how they can make the Joker mob story like work mm-hmm. because it, that's kind of like the underlying tone through all of the Dark Knight. Like the Joker kind of like they're trying to bring down the mob and the Joker kind of wedges his way in there mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, messes things up, makes it more difficult, obviously takes things into his own hands and things get out of hand. So I could definitely see how they can make it work. So I'm excited for that movie. I hope it goes well. Um, I am a little frustrated, too, because it kind of goes back to the actors thing. Just the, Not that Jared Leto is, like, a great Joker. Like, I'm, like, dying to see him play Joker again. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of exhausting having all these different actors play the same characters within a few years' time. Like, not a whole lot of 
uh, lag between the bags, like that kind of thing. Nice. <laughs> Interesting term. I also forgot, um, and apparently February 7th, 2020 is the Harley Quinn, Black Canary, Huntress, like all female, like. Isn't that called like for the birds, birds or something? It's called Birds of Prey, like the <laughs> bird. nice, nice. It's called Bird Box. Um, bird Box. It's called like Birds of Prey, the fantastical blah 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 of Harley Quinn, the I fantabulous emancipation emancipation of one Harley Quinn, like one of the dumbest names I've ever heard of a movie. Yeah, that's a mouthful. Yeah, and they released like a little twenty second like nothing trailer that just basically showed the look of. Some of the characters, which kind of, I don't know, baffles me. But I guess they're going to drop a lot of trailers at Comic-Con or something. For all these okay. movies. When's Comic-Con? Uh, July. Huh? So that's probably yeah, when we'll get our look at the Joker movie, which, yeah, I mean, I'm really, I'm really psyched for it, but also I just, I kind of wonder if it gets, I don't know, it's... It's going to be a little boring to me if it's just the Joker because, to me, he's mm. only as good as the Batman is and, like, mm. vice versa. Like, they're great together. I mean, they don't have to be in every movie together, but that's, like, one of the most awesome pairings in all of film. See, but that's where I, I still, it, as long as the performance is good, I mean, because I'm just, like, picturing, like, all the scenes with Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight without mm. Batman, and he mm. has quite, he has a few, like, quite a few, and they're all solid. So, I mean... To me, if the if the performance is there, if the story's there, they can still make it work without Batman. I mean, it's not. I'm not saying it's gonna be better, but mm. I don't know. I still think there's a lot of a lot of potential there. Now, who's directing it again? Because I know you're oh, kind of skept- you're skeptical about Scorsese only producing. Yeah, he's only producing it. It's um, I'd say Tim Burton. He, he did War Dogs. Um, uh, okay. I want to say Robert Rodriguez, but that's you know for sure that he did War Dogs? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's that's what... Did you ever see that movie? No. Was it good? Oh, I don't know. I never saw it either. Uh, <laughs> I meant to give you crap earlier because you said uh, DC Bang or whatever. Uh, so, like, I was just going to give you crap for not being able to go an episode without making a Cinema Sins reference. Nice. Nice. Got him. Todd me. Phillips. Todd Phillips. He's directing the Joker movie? Yeah. Oh, dude, it's... That's got some potential. Then he directed uh, Hangover and Old School and all that shit. Mm, interesting. He, he's made some good movies. Yeah, he did Due Date, Old School, Hangover, like all three Hangovers. Um, Road Trip, great movie. Never saw War Dogs, so I can't really say whether it's good or bad. But I mean, you know, School for Scoundrels, another good movie. He did Starsky and Hutch. He's done like he's done mostly comedies. Mm-hmm. They're all pretty solid comedies. So maybe with Scorsese can kind of show him like the uh, the dark side, but he's also going to have like maybe a, like a humorous Joker, like kind of yeah. like I don't know. To me, it's hilarious when Heath Ledger does the pencil trick, for example. So maybe <laughs> we'll have more stuff like that, kind of like a dark humor with yeah. the Joker. And that's one thing that DC really needs to work on is humor. So there you go. Yeah. Well, they picked a good director. Then is it under DC? Like, is it under their studios that's yeah. making the movie? Well, okay. yeah. You have they're the only ones that have the rights to make DC movies. I just want to make sure. I didn't know if it was one of those like uh, Fox things, Fox so, Sony. Yeah, Fox, Fox, Sony, Marvel situations where like you know we got a few different people making Spider-Man stuff, kind of thing. They've they've said something that like kind of gets me hyped, kind of gets me like I don't know, just not as interested as like 
they basically said like yeah we're working on like just one off movies basically so like none of their movies really connect which kind of like I'm like yeah that that's good because then you don't have to worry about all these moving pieces and you can just sort of make whatever story you want but at the same yeah. time I would like to you know see a Justice League or I'd like to see you know the Justice League fight Suicide Squad or something like that you know I'd like to have Batman and Joker together. You know, I'd like these crossovers are really, they're really awesome. We just talked about like how awesome it was to see like all the crossovers in Infinity War. And like, I want to see that. I I would like to see it as well. And I know they, it's, they gotta, I guess they don't want to copy Marvel too much, but at the same time, there are certain, at least elements that they could incorporate to help themselves out a little bit, especially, I, I don't know just switching all these soft reboots and things like that like i don't know how, how are you gonna call it the suicide squad like why can't they call it like suicide squad 2 or like just suicide squad with a different like title afterwards like i don't know it seems <laughs> interesting all right so we're next next piece of news um i forgot to mention this in the pre-show like uh there's a rumor going around that there's going to be a rated r uh, black widow movie um, Whoa! Yeah, erotic. It might not. It it probably is nothing, but I just I don't know. That, that's pretty awesome to me, honestly. I'd love to see a radar movie, and especially with like her character is pretty interesting too. And I feel like they could do a really good uh, like John Wick or Atomic Blonde kind of movie. I don't know. That'd be cool to me. Is it still ScarJo? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm They've surprised they like, rated R. They've apparently they've like looked at like, you know, thirty or forty directors to like be the director of the the movie or whatever. And I think they're they probably picked one by now, but they're probably saving it for when they drop the trailer. I don't know, because they Disney has their own thing in the summer too, where they show all the trailers for you know all their properties and everything. That's probably gonna be when they drop it. But yeah. Mm. So would you watch a rated R? Or would you rather it be PG thirteen? Because you were talking oh, about how. R. Always or, yeah. You're, oh, yeah. You're always wanting the rating to go up if if possible. <laughs> I take it. Pretty much always. Just because, to me, it just makes it more realistic for me. I don't need, like, a ton of, like, cussing or sexual content. Like, it doesn't have to be like that. It just needs to be, like, more realistic. I just have a hard time with, like, these grown superhumans, like, literally fighting slash killing people, dealing with all this stuff, and them going... Oh gosh darn it! Like that bomb's gonna go off, you know? Like I don't know, just stuff like that, you know? Or like whenever they're fighting their villain, they're just like, "Oh, you'll never defeat me." It's, I, I'd rather them just be like, "Man, fuck you!" And then they like, you know, just go at it, kind of thing. It just seems more realistic. Like if you're fighting to the death with somebody, and you're not letting expletives fly, like it just seems unrealistic. And again, it doesn't have to be excessive. It doesn't like I'm I'm exaggerating a little bit myself, but like. Mm-hmm. To me, it just makes it more realistic because it's they're adults. Like it's not they're not gonna watch their language or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, in like another reason you know watch the Punisher, but in the Punisher and like Daredevil, when they go through a bunch of dudes and they're you know it shows their face and there's just blood all over them and they're just completely you know covered in it. It does add something to it. And I'm like, gosh, that was awesome, just because like you can just see the brutality of it so much better. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm surprised, but I'm surprised Marvel's doing it just because it doesn't really make sense. Of all the people that that's rumored, you know. Oh, rumored. Okay. Because I mean, yeah. they they technically own. It's a different part of the company, but they technically own, you know, Daredevil and Punisher and all that. And those are heavy, heavy R. 
So they've they huh. they have done it before, and they're about to own Deadpool, and they're probably gonna have to do a rated R Deadpool, if I was to guess, because I don't think anyone really wants to see a PG thirteen one. God no. <laughs> I'd be interested to see how they do with it too. Would Ryan Reynolds stay Deadpool, or would they recast? They'd probably keep him for one. I just because so many people love that character and his take on it. They don't want to do something that a lot of people would hate, especially if they're going to already do something they're not 100% you know, in love with, especially doing a rated R movie. Yeah. Okay. All right, so how soon one, would that happen? Sorry. What? Well, how soon would what happen? Getting Deadpool. Marvel oh. getting Deadpool. Oh, get, getting the Deadpool movie out? No, like getting, I guess acquiring it, then, then I guess, yeah, making a movie. Like, is this like... I don't understand. Soon, or is the, it going to take a few years? Or I don't understand all the corporate things, but apparently they're still acquiring Fox. Like it's it takes forever to go through like all these, I don't know, just hoops you have to jump through and like legal things and all that. But they're still acquiring them, and I think they'll probably have them by like no joke, probably the end of the year, and then they'll probably start making movies off of Fox properties. Or they might wait, honestly, just because people are probably tired of these X-Men movies and like no one really cares about it. I just I literally forgot until just now that there was two coming out this year hmm yeah and I think we did we talk about them last episode or did we just talk about them on PlayStation no we talked about them we were like yeah we put them both in the decent category and yeah oh, dude honestly I'm not gonna I can't even see you're not, dude you gotta see them I'm not gonna see New Mutants but no, if probably I mean not. it just looks like poop but I guess I I guess I can and I was looking too. There's a few decent movies coming out in February that, like, I don't know if they're going to be good, but like, I'm definitely willing to see them mm-hmm. coming out in February. Dude, honestly, like, um, I saw some decent reviews for the Alita Battle Angel movie, and I like, I think that looks weird as hell, but I don't know. I might see it just because it's getting decent reviews. See, I want to see Lego Movie One so I could see Lego Movie Two. Mm. I wouldn't mind seeing Cold Pursuit. I wouldn't mind seeing the rock movie where it's the the wrestling or whatever, fighting oh, with my family. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Alita Battle Angel, yeah, I'll see it. It looks hot. And then <laughs> uh, th- 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 there was something else. That might have been it. Everything else looks pretty poop. Does look like a lot of poop after that. Yeah. Oh, and then Captain Marvel. So, I mean, it's like a week or two where there's nothing good, and then it's Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And we'll definitely see that and probably have an episode over it. Ooh, gods do. Gods do, gods do. All right, speaking of Marvel, um, so Black Panther was up for Best Picture this year. Um, really? Really controversial because a lot of people think it's just because of a political thing. A lot of people don't even think it's the best comic book movie of the year, which is like, why would you nominate one if it's not going to be the best one, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, what do you think? <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's... Another thing is, I didn't realize... I thought The Dark Knight was uh, nominated for Best Picture, but I guess it wasn't. Um, but back then, they only had five, whereas now they have up to ten. So, yeah. I mean, it's not going to win, but it's still nice to see like a superhero movie get nominated, which is nice. But I still feel like... I think it's maybe like the fourth best comic book movie this year. You think Black Panther is? Yeah, because I think it's worse than Avengers, Spider-Man, and Ant-Man, to be honest with you. And a lot of people don't really feel that way about Ant-Man, but a lot of people do feel that Avengers and Spider-Man are way better. Hmm. 
Uh, I mean, yeah, I would say that. I mean, Black Panther really is great. I mean, I, I really appreciate like the message, but it, like if we were just to leave like race and politics out of it, I mean, yeah, to me, it's just kind of like your average superhero movie. Um, but I don't know. Michael B. Jordan was great. I mean, me and I, I made Gamble watch it the other day. We're caught up. Uh, we're hopefully about to watch um, Infinity Wars here in a second. Oh, He's, dude, I'm about to come up there and watch uh, it with y'all. Get over here, man. It's about to start. You'll probably be here in time for at least. You'll probably catch the end of it. It's a long movie. Um, but yeah, we're caught up. We watched Guardians 2 and Black Panther. And, you know, like rewatching Black Panther, like again, like it really was a great movie. Um, in terms of the movies that normally win, like Best Picture, it is kind of odd that it would be nominated because, I mean, has Avengers ever been nominated for Best Picture? No. And that's insane to me. Like, well, you know, <laughs> that's a that's the gonna... thing about the Academy Awards that kind of suck is like they're never they're never really Consistent. inclusive. It's all it's all about it's usually all about you know acting and the plot and like the pace and and you know it always almost always is a movie that's based on a true story is super slow and has like a really dark tone to it. You know, like Vice was nominated. Um, Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody was nominated again, like a, 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 bi a biopic basically. Um, Stars Born, which might actually deserve it. I don't know. I hear a lot of good things about that movie. Black Klansman, obviously a culture, like political sort of implications yeah. on that. So they're all like very serious movies. Like, whereas The Avengers is literally just like just a lot of fun action and great one liners. And, you know, there's. Just, you'll never get I don't think you'll ever get a movie like that in there it'll have to be something like Black Panther that has a sort of message about I don't know like you know just a really important movie you know because we talked about how great it is that you know they finally have a good superhero movie that isn't you know Shaft or Blade or whatever you know it's actually yeah. a quality one which is why it's in there probably um, yeah. but and Avengers is never going to be that to anyone like it'll never mean anything more than that was a great movie that was a really fun time but i feel like maybe one day we'll get like a spider-verse like animated movie in there honestly just because they they've you know they've nominated a few animated movies and honestly the message and the emotional moments in the spider-verse movie were just as good as you know the lion king and all the other ones toy story they got nominated you know yeah I would say so, and then obviously animation has its own, like I guess, category or categories as well. So yeah. I mean, it can always win there. I don't, I don't know how I feel because like, because um, it has nothing to do with like the message or uh, like the racial tones. Like it's really just the fact that like the Academy Awards just aren't very consistent to me. Because yeah, this doesn't really match up with what they normally nominate. Um, and if you're going to finally start giving superhero movies the credit that they deserve for, like, being good movies, like, why is Black Panther the only one getting nominated? <laughs> like, why is... That? Because, like, it's a great movie. Like, it's a great message. It's all... Like, I have no problem with it. It's just... It's not consistent. Because to me, if you're saying that this movie is worthy of an Oscar, like, why is something like Avengers not where more people... Like, just as many people saw it, it's, like pretty much everything you're looking for in a movie like it keeps the kids entertained it keeps you entertained uh it's funny it's dramatic you care action but it's still like appropriate it's disney like i, I don't know I, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me especially this year because you know infinity war is so epic I, I, epic and and it's so much more emotional especially towards 
latter half. Yeah, and it's got Black Panther in there. I mean, exactly. they got black and white working together. Like, that's a message. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I, mean, I don't got it. That's funny, but it actually is a good point. Like, what is, you know, what are, what are their stipulations for, like, this is one of the best movies of the year, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, things like Moonlight and 12 Years a Slave and stuff like that, like, you know, they're they're more along the lines of what the Academy normally nominates. And they're like, oh, well, Black Panther's got black people, too. Like, let's nominate it. It's like, well, what about other great superhero movies or just other movies in general that aren't necessarily based on a true story or super dramatic or super slow? Like, why can't more fun, good movies get nominated? Like, why is it just this one? Mm-hmm. And to me, like, we both, you know, we've been over it, but we haven't really seen, like, some of these, these like, you know, these higher quality Oscar movies, I guess. So we can't really say, but I think it's kind of ridiculous that Michael B. Jordan wasn't thrown in there. Or even Thanos, like, even uh, Josh Brolin was thrown in there for, like, Best Supporting Actor or something, you know? I feel like they both yeah. crushed it. I don't see why, how they couldn't be in the top ten of this year. Yeah, I mean, if the movie's worthy of the Oscar, what got that movie there? I mean, great performances. Uh, yeah, cause, yeah, I thought Michael B. Jordan was great. He could have been nominated for something for that. And then, um, man, I had something along the lines of what you were just saying, but oh well. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's a shame. Ah, had a, had the train going and then went off the tracks. All right, so we're gonna we usually have a separate episode for sports or whatever, oh. but there's oh, I'm sorry, what, what's up? Uh, well, while we're still on superheroes, I was looking at. Um, I'm sure you know all this, but since we were talking about movies that were kind of coming up, I, I clicked on Captain Marvel and I scrolled down to the bottom and it says more like this, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, it kind of follows the timeline of release and things that are related. So it's got, you know, Avengers Endgame mm-hmm. and it's got Spider-Man, mm-hmm. uh, two movies I'm very excited for. Then it's got Shazam and then it's just got this weird one that has like a picture of like a Spider-Man looking guy. And it says Spider-Man reinforcements, production status in development. Do you know anything about that? No. If if anything, it's probably the uh, the sequel to the Spider-Verse one, honestly. But, but it's not might... animated. It, it doesn't oh, look animated. Not. Oh, then I have no it idea. It doesn't what look that like is. it. And then the next one is Dark Phoenix. Um, mm. And then after that, it's got Spider-Man Phantasm. Twenty-three-year-old college student Peter Parker fights crime as Spider-Man before villain Mysterio destroys Manhattan. Spider-Man is returned with his symbiote counterpart. I'm pretty sure those are animated, or they're just rumored. You know, they're probably not real. Yeah, and then it's got that horrible picture of Joaquin's <laughs> Phoenix Joker. Like Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix looks awful. The Joker looks cr- creepy. Um. It says a failed stand-up comedian is driven insane and becomes a psychopathic murderer. Yeah. That's wild. That'll be weird. And but I guess they're going to be doing like another that, take. That picture, like, they, they do his smile in a certain way that it a, it makes, like, a bat on his face. And I'm just like, screw you. I know you're just teasing me. It's not going to be in the movie. <laughs> They do his smile to look like a bat? Yeah, there's like a movie poster for it, and they do his smile looks like a bat, basically, because, you know, he's got the paint on his face, and it looks in the shape of a bat. Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> All right, That's so we're going we're gonna to move on to sports. We usually have a separate episode for that, but nah. there's not a ton of news. The Super Bowl's right around the corner. I'm not going to watch it because I don't really want to 
watch Speed. You're not gonna but... watch it, dude. You're not gonna watch Tom the Goat go out on top. I don't want to watch. He said it's not gonna be his last game anyway, and I'm like, dude, just retire. But on top it's of that, it's not gonna be his last game. I'm so tired of watching the Patriots play, dude. I'm sick of it. Why is it not gonna be his last game? What the hell is he playing for? Does he not want to <laughs> like sit on a beach and like just chill, know, hang out with his hot wife or something, or have a kid, or do something normal besides play football till he's dead? I have no idea, dude. He just he said it wasn't going to be his last game no matter what, and I probably believe him on that. But uh, anyway, so the other day, Christoph Porzingis was traded to the Mavs. Um, ooh, what, are your, what are your thoughts on this? This is where I sort of I leave the show to you because you have a lot more basketball opinions than I do. I sure don't, but I tell you what, <laughs> I, I'm all torn up about this because, one – uh, I mean, I saw I saw a lot of different stuff on Twitter, a lot of different people's opinions, um, and you know, basically the Knicks basically said, "Yeah, we did this out of respect for him." And it's like, okay, so I guess he like just woke up and said he didn't want to be there anymore, which I can't blame him because the Knicks are so disorganized. They booed him when he got drafted. They have a worse um, record than the Cavs, which blows my mind. But sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, they're awful. They are a horrible team. Horrible management. No talent. Um, and so I understand why he would want out of there. It's the same reason Anthony Davis wants out of New Orleans. They're both just like fantastic stretch bigs that, you know, are surrounded by nobodies and they need to, because they can definitely both lead a team, mm-hmm. but honestly, like they're kind of better. I mean, they have to play with other guys that are great. Like they, they're, they're big men. They can't, you know, be point guards like Giannis, you know, uh, they're not as like graceful as someone like him who can kind of do more things on his own. Um, they would definitely be so much better playing off of somebody like LeBron or Kyrie or just anybody that can handle the ball and create for themselves, but also create for them, Anthony Davis and mm-hmm. Christoph. So anyway, yeah, he had like no talent around him. So I totally understand why he would want out of there. Why the Knicks did the trade that they did, though, doesn't make a ton of sense. I mean, they are smart in the fact that they went from um, east to west. You know, it's not really in direct competition to them, but that almost doesn't even matter because they're so bad. <laughs> So it's not like they're fighting for playoff spots. Um, is, is it just to free up cap space so they can get a bunch of free agents in the off season? Well, high I mean, key free agents. It's one of those things to where can they though? Can they get high key free agents? Who who are they going to attract to come to New York because they don't have? I mean, they'd have to get two or three free agents at a time. I mean, and it sounds like everybody wants to play in L.A. or the Warriors or, um, you know, now the Mavs are kind of a destination since they're going to have two of the greatest foreign players as of right now. And then obviously Dirk, like just being like a veteran uh, voice in the locker room. I mean, to me, I was telling, I think Kyle the other night that, you know, they've got to me, like obviously Kristoff and um, Doncic both have like their whole careers ahead of them. But like, let's just say things keep trending the way they are based on their hype and what they've done so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could have three of the best foreign players to ever play in the NBA all on the same team right now. <laughs> Now, granted, I know Dirk is done. Like, Dirk is almost useless out there. But, yeah. I mean, he can still give them knowledge. You know what I mean? He can still motivate them, keep them happy. You know, basically go, hey, man, me and Steve Nash did this 15 years ago, and we're the shit. You guys could be the shit. Um, that kind of thing. So it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense for the Knicks, though. It, it, to me, they don't get a whole lot. I feel bad for the guys that got sent to the Knicks, but it makes so much sense for the Mavs. And I hate the Mavs because I'm a diehard Rockets fan, but at the same time, like I'm honestly probably gonna watch every Mavs game once like Kristoff gets back on the court because like I am dying to see that. Mm-hmm. Like so bad. 
You don't um, think it's a good move though, just because he was hurt and he was taking up a lot of cap space. Yeah, I mean, it, I guess it is decent for the Knicks, but at the same time, like they're just they're still going to be horrible, and I don't know who they're going to attract because nobody has shown an interest in going there. Um, they've drafted decent with Porzingis and Knox, I guess, but they got to get they've got rid of Porzingis now, so now they got to keep drafting. Uh, Nilakina is kind of whatever. That was like one of their other draft picks that they have hopes for. That I mean, he's just kind of decent right now. I've never really seen a whole lot out of him. They got rid of Tim Hardaway Jr., didn't they? Mm, I don't know. I think he was involved in the trade, which if he was, like, he's overpaid. And Kristoff is hurt and getting paid a lot. So, I mean, the Mavs are kind of, like, stuck with that. But at the same time, as long as those guys are healthy, they're a great team. It just kind of goes, you know, back and forth. I mean, when is Kristoff going to play? Do you even know? I don't know. I haven't. I keep forgetting to check. When is he going to play? Is he coming back this is he coming back this year? Is he out for the whole year again? Like, I don't think before so. Before his ACL, like middle of last season, right? Yeah, but I think he's he's coming back. He's expected to come back this season. Not that it really matters because I don't think the Mavericks are gonna make the playoffs anyway. But really, I mean, they don't got. A, I mean, they just don't got a chance just because they're on the outside looking in, and they got a. They got. I mean, the Lakers don't even have the are in the playoffs at this moment. They're probably gonna sneak in there, but still, you know. Wow. They got a long way to climb. Yeah, totally. Totes my goats. But um, I haven't checked the standings in a while, so I'm kind of ill-advised here. Yeah, Clippers are in the eighth spot. They're a game the ahead are of the Lakers, behind. who are yeah. in the ninth spot. Yeah. Dallas is negative five. But, again, I'm not worried about Dallas. I mean, this is Doncic's rookie season. Kristoff mm-hmm. is going to be in his third or fourth season, like starting next year. Mm-hmm. So Healthy, finally. Yeah, and hopefully healthy. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to be watching their game. So, like, I'm super excited for their team. I just hate the Mavericks because now they're <laughs> definitely going to be a threat to the Rockets, especially if we can't get healthy and get our crap together. We dropped our game last night against the Jet, or the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. It was horrible, horrible defense. Gave up 136 points. We let Malik Beasley some, like, I think he's like a second-round pick or that he's a late first-round pick. Like, not just not that great. And he had, like, 35 points. Oh, you know what? Dick, he's not coming back this season. <laughs> Porzingis isn't coming back this season. I had a feeling about that. Yep. I mean, it's not really. I mean, I kind of, I guess, sucks for the Mavs for the fact that they're gonna, I guess, kind of give up on this season, not try to make the playoffs. But again, not a huge deal. I mean, they've got so much hype with Luca there, and now they've automatically got hype with Porzingis there. They just need to get him on the court, and mm. once he's on the court, I expect it to be pretty insane. Um, Looks like they're going to probably have good chemistry. I mean, they've played against each other already in Euro League. They, like, showed them shaking hands the other night when, like, the Mavs and the... Yeah, when they played together. Yeah, and it had, like, the little gif, and then, like, Kristoff, like, tweeted it with, like, the, the funny emojis that kind of match. Like, those like, the <sighs> sly emoji, I guess, if you will. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of, follow us on Twitter. You know, uh, tweet an emoji that describes yourself. Like, comment, subscribe, <laughs> you know. Great plug, great plug. All right, so we'll wrap up the Thank show. You. What do you want? What do you want to talk no. about the Anthony Davis thing? I want to talk about Anthony Davis, and we also got to do uh, Ryan's rap lyric. Oh, um, that's right, and possibly yours if you found one. I definitely got mine pulled up. I've had it pulled up the whole episode. Um, <laughs> it's not. It's a short segment. It won't take very long. But and Anthony Davis. Um, so I don't know what to think about that either because I've seen so many uh, different tweets, kind of giving different opinions in it, like. 
some people are saying that the Lakers are like giving up everything. Like they're offering the kitchen sink and it's like, New Orleans, are you really not going to take the offer? And um, other people have said that they think the Lakers offer is a joke and that that's why New Orleans isn't listening to it. But, I mean, what else are the Lakers supposed to give up besides what they're offering? I mean, they're offering, like, Kuzma, Ball, Ingram, basically, mm. which I guess that's a joke to them because everybody sees how bad they are together right now. Yeah. That, you know, basically without LeBron, it's not a good team. Um, I, I, I guess that's what makes it a joke. But at the same time, those are all three young guys. And to me, Kuzma shows the most promise of all three of them. Mm. Um, but you're still getting two other young guys – and uh, they even cheap. offered like Josh Hart. Yeah, jo yeah, they're cheap. Josh Hart, another promising young guy. Um, and then like even a draft pick. And then the the foreign center, uh, Zubac. It's not that's not his name, but it's like Ivabic or something stupid. But he's like their foreign center. And every time he plays, like he does well. Like he he'll he'll play like limited minutes, and he still like gets a double double. Yeah, I was about to say he's playing like no minutes. Yeah, I mean. Uh... I don't know. I just I admire. I admire their their stubbornness to like make anyone happy. Basically, I just I really admire that. I read this thing on ESPN the other oh, the day. Teams, that, the team stubbornness. Yeah, I admire the Pelican stubbornness to like trade him and make the Lakers happy. Basically, like they're just like you know what we'll be miserable and we'll sit like they're literally like playing hardball. They're like yeah we'll we'll just sit on them for another year and a half. Like why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, you know and uh, but basically or I guess another year because uh, if it was a year and a half. You'd, free agent by then but maybe they'll wait you know who knows but they were uh they were I mean, showing this they thing might as well the get the best offer possible he's not going to go anywhere sorry uh they were showing this thing on like espn where like it was a pelicans home game and uh this was right after he asked for a trade and he uh the stadium didn't they didn't announce him yeah. <laughs> he didn't play yeah. uh, but he, they didn't announce him he was barely in the hype video like that shows they took him out of the hype video they should, he was in it, but he was, you know, he was like throwing a pass to someone who dunked it, you know, like he was not <laughs> the main scene. I was just like, that is crazy that like y'all are so salty about it. And I'm like, I, I really appreciate it because, yeah, That's we're a small market. Too. We're a small market team. And we have one good player and we're still awful. And you, he's asking to get out of there and everybody wants us to trade him to the Lakers. So the Lakers can be a contender with him and LeBron. And they're just like, no, we're not going to do it. And I just I think that's really funny, honestly. And then Greg Popovich saying, like, basically, don't do it. Don't give in to it, the Lakers, because he obviously has some beef with the Lakers. <laughs> of course. And I can't blame any of them because, yeah, it's going to make them automatic contenders. They're in the West. So, I mean, in the spirit of competition, why make your competition better? Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, yeah, they have him for a while. He's not going to go anywhere, so might as well get the best offer possible. Um, I really don't want them to do like that suggested trade of like Draymond Green and somebody else for him to go to the Warriors. Like I don't oh want that. My God. <laughs> yeah, that Can would be imagine? awful. Steph, Clay, Durant, AD, and then Cousins. Yeah, that'd be awful. But granted, I don't think all of those guys are gonna stay because they can't pay all of them. So like, if they they're saying something about like somebody tweeted like, well. KD's made a statement saying he wants to get paid more. Clay wants to get paid more. Mm. Boogie obviously is going to have to get paid more now that he's like healthy again because he's on like a one-year six-mil deal. So, I mean, yeah. he's not... So you can't pay all three of those guys what they want to get paid because you're already paying Steph and Draymond what yeah. they want to get paid. So, yeah, they're going to lose somebody. But, again, if they lost 
Clay Thompson, for example, but added Anthony Davis, like that's that's a pretty good replacement. Yeah. Um, or if they lost Boogie and added Anthony Davis, just it, whatever. I don't know how they would do it. Or if they lost Boogie and Draymond and got Anthony Davis, they'd still be, be amazing. That would yeah, be nuts. Yeah, they'd still be as good as they are now, maybe even better. So I really don't want him to go to the Warriors. Uh, Anthony Davis's dad made like a huge deal about him not wanting to get traded to the Celtics. So I kind of get the feeling that they're going to trade him to the Celtics, kind of like the, the Popovich trading mm, Kawhi Leonard to conference. Toronto situation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, out of the country. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, what? Guy oh, in yeah, Canada. yeah. That's right. Um, so that would be nuts because then that, you got Kyrie and Jason Tatum who's only 20 and uh, you know AD out there that'd be a, they'd be the favorites in the East and they could maybe even beat the Warriors no yeah no they'd be an amazing team I would like him to go to the Celtics just because yeah they'd be an amazing team I don't have a problem with that but his dad like Anthony Davis's dad is like I he better not go to the Celtics I can't stand the Celtics I hate the way they screwed over Isaiah Thomas um <sighs> He's like, I, re- I refuse to let my son go there. And he's like, you can print that, run that, I don't care. And um, I completely understand what his dad's saying, so that's why I think that the Pelicans are going to be dicks and, like, <laughs> trade him to the Celtics just for that reason, to, like, piss off him and his dad. But at Let's the same see. time, the Celtics would be a great team. They would Let's see, be great, what are the Celtics so... going to give up that, that is the trade is going to be enticing enough? Because they're not parting Jay- with Tatum. Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Marcus Morris. <sighs> all replaceable guys all because because basically they can like somebody wants tatum like people want tatum Mm -hmm. or Kyrie. like those are probably the two biggest names al horford's a nice piece but those are going to be like your biggest guys so they're probably not going to want to part ways with like irving but that's the thing that if like if irving's kind of being kind of dickish you know because there's been a lot of comments about what irving's been saying in terms of like He's like, because he said six months ago, like, yeah, um, if Boston will have me, I'd love to resign. And then he's been saying all this stuff about LeBron being right. And then there's rumors about him rejoining LeBron because he's like, yeah, leading a team is tough. And then there's this, they asked him, well, would you still resign with the Celtics? Like you mentioned a few months ago. He's like, ask me in July. I don't know anybody's shit. <laughs> so it's like, that's literally what he said. That's a direct quote. So like, it's kind of confusing what's going on with Kyrie. Like, I don't know what this means. Celtics fans are like, ah, he's fine, like, he just hates the media. Other people are like, oh, he's going to rejoin LeBron or he's going to leave the Celtics because he thinks they're dicks. Uh, Yeah, but uh, we don't know. So I'm kind of getting off on a tangent here. But, yeah, they they could trade Kyrie if they wanted to um, and let Rozier run the point and have Marcus Smart, or they could get rid of Brown or Tatum. I would assume they'd get rid of Brown just because Tatum is younger but still somehow just as good or better. So they Celtics Celtics and the Lakers both have a ton of young pieces that they're willing to part ways with mm. to get Anthony Davis, but um, obviously the Pels would be smart not to give him to the Lakers just because they got to go through the Warriors. Them. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, exactly. They have to go through them. Hopefully, they wouldn't give him to the Warriors either, unless the Warriors off, obviously offered them something that's worth their while, but. I don't know, and I don't know where else he would go because I can't think of any other teams that have assets that would be like something that the Pelicans want. Because mm-hmm. unless like Philly got in the in the trade mix or maybe Houston, but Houston doesn't have anybody to trade. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how that would work. So we'll see. Well, well said. All right. Well, you want to close us out with the the new segment you want to add? You want to describe what that is first? Yeah, the new segment is. Um, Ryan's rap review or whatever you want to call it. Uh, so basically, um, you know, I listen to a fair amount of rap music. I haven't been listening to as much lately just because no one's really been dropping and I've been 
listening to a lot of like our podcast, other podcasts. Um, so I haven't been listening to like a ton of music, but I still try to keep up with what drops. Uh, a lot of Garbaggio lately, and um, so I'm just gonna kind of like find lyrics that I like that I either think are funny or are good. Some of them might be throwback lyrics, like I was gonna do um, my favorite verse from the Eminem Roy song, Caterpillar. Caterpillar. Nice. There you go. Um, you know, breaking down the poop lyrics that Eminem does, <laughs> but I believe I've I've done that over PlayStation's chat, so I wanted to mix it up. Uh, and this artist that I'm featuring today. Um, is somebody that was popular a long time ago and uh, they for some reason have been making waves as of recent because they've been dropping I guess new music or apparently they've been dropping music this whole time it's just nobody cared but now he's like talking shit he's on the breakfast club talking shit um, about people stealing his style uh, dropping names all the way from like Drake to some of the new rappers can you guess who I'm talking about for any reason uh I can't. He had one hit song that had its own dance. Oh, man. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Soldier Boy. Oh, my God. So, I was looking through Spotify, and a lot of people have dropped new songs. One of them is J. Cole, by the way. His new song's pretty decent. Um, but, yeah, a lot of, a couple couple new albums, a couple new songs, and I was listening to all of it, and I was like, oh, all of this is pretty decent, and I was like, well keep hearing about soldier boy i keep seeing him suggested on my youtube i was like i'll see what his new song's all about so i'm gonna break down uh this new song uh some of the lyrics um i don't know get your get your brain out because these <laughs> bars it's just straight bars honestly Oof, uh, i don't know if you'll be able i don't know if you'll be able to comprehend most of this i've got it pulled up on genius that way if we need further explanation based <laughs> on what i can decipher um we're good there so this is one of Soldier Boy's new singles on Spotify called Cut Dat Check. Dat is spelled D-A-T, of course. Great. Um, everything else is grammatically correct. And the song is, it does something that I really like. Um, it starts off with the chorus. So it kind of gives you a feel for the song. Mm -hmm. And you're like, already like, oh man, this is catchy. And like, it's just the chorus. Like, I can't wait for these bars to come in. But the chorus is pretty great. Uh, it starts off with, the song is called Cut Dat Check, uh, but the song starts off as, Cut that check, 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 cut that check. So, so far, so good, right? Yeah. And I'm reading it as is. And then the next next set of bars is, I need my check, I need my check, I need my check, I need my check. So still keeping keeping it on par with the check, you know, that we're still focused on that, but just different ways of putting it. Because at first he wanted it cut, now he just needs it. You know, Great. so you can tell that he really likes his check. <laughs> next, next set of line is, I need my M's. I need my M's. I believe he's referring to millions. So that would be the number on the check Thank that he you. wants. <laughs> Breaking that down for me. <laughs> Kyle's dying over here. And then next line followed with kind of jumping on par with the previous bars is, I need my check. I need my check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really mixing it up there, going, yeah, I do need my check. And then we're back into the chorus with cut that check, 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 cut that check. Oh, my God. I need my check. I need my check. I need my check. I need my check. Draco, yeah. I need my M's. I need my M's. I need my check. I need my check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after all of that, 
we're finally at verse one. So shout out to Sh- uh, Soldier Boy there uh, for Cut That Check. Great song. Uh, check it out on Spotify. I think it's got like three streams. I think all three of them are mine. Um, I couldn't comprehend it the first two times. Um, Way over so yeah, that, that, yeah, that completes uh, Ryan's rap review. Uh, again, thanks, thanks Soldier Boy for Cut That Check. What a beautiful piece of work. Jeez, dude, that that I mean that was the that was the best part of anything we've ever done. <laughs> I try to tell you it was a good segment. I've had this I've had this segment planned for like uh, two weeks. You know, I'm glad it went well. I put a lot of uh, hard work into it. Maybe not as much work as Soldier Boy put in, but no way. Um, yeah, it was good stuff. And then like the it does have verses. Like I'm not gonna obviously read the whole song, but I definitely wanted to shout out the beginning of the song. But the rest of the song is pretty bad. Uh, like for example the first line of the verse is cut that check yeah VVS my neck yeah pretty much the whole song is that very like one syllable rhymes like nothing creative nothing different <laughs> yeah you know that kind of good stuff so oh, no. it's about to get a fourth stream I know that much yeah definitely go check it out it'll give you some inspiration just because like I feel like a lot of people are focused on like their credit card you know but like a lot of people forget to check <laughs> And like and how it needs to be cut and how they need it um so yeah well, I'm, glad, so. I'm glad i'm glad you enjoyed it i'll have to keep my ears uh open for more great rap lyrics more inspiration um and yeah so i think it was a pretty solid episode reagan do you have anything else i think that's everything i've got no that's that's it that's a yeah that's another episode in the books Yep, we're doing it on the road, working hard for you guys. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, Twitter, YouTube, social media, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Well said. Well said. All right, Reagan, take us home, man. All right, yeah, uh, this has been The Decent Show, episode 17. Uh, We'll catch you all next week.